1992, I was facing pretty much a new moment in my life. Everything had changed at this point, and I think for the better. I now had, you know, was completely out with my friends and family. I had decided to move to Colorado Springs, a city that's about 45 miles south of Denver, smaller than Denver, and very conservative, which I don't know why I decided there, but it's a beautiful city. And I had met a couple people there, including the first guy that I dated was actually from Colorado Springs. So, you know, a lot of parts of my life had changed. I felt like I had a huge weight off my shoulders. And I was finally starting to trying to figure out who I really was, you know, who who I was at this point in my life. It's an interesting thing that a lot of people that come out deal with. I always say, and I've said this, I think, before in the other series, it's like your life starts all over again. So for me, it was life starting again at 32 years old, which, uh, it's funny, seems young now at the, at the time. I, I actually felt a lot older because I'd been through a lot already. So... As I, I got to Colorado Springs, I moved into this old house, really cool old house, and I moved into the attic of this beautiful house, and it was such a clusterfuck. I couldn't fit a bed up the stairs to go into the uh, this apartment, so I, I think I took two twin-size mattresses and put them up there. The place was a mess. I had nothing because, you know, until that point, I'd been pretty much just living on the road. And also at this point, I was single. Uh, the guy, that, the first guy that I dated had broken up with me. Uh, if you'll recall, I had been a stalker and wrote him letters. I'm joking about being a stalker. I wasn't completely a stalker, but I did write him a lot of letters. Anyway, he had broken up with me and moved to Washington, D.C. And I only knew a couple people through him. One was his ex that he broke up with me to get back together with, but then later broke up with. I had only met him once, and so I didn't really know him that well. He was a good-looking guy, uh, older than me, which would later change because I didn't really date a lot of guys that were older than me, but (laughs) I ended up meeting him again, and we ended up dating, which is pretty hysterical. I'd have to point out that, you know, the gay community is a small community, and I was in Colorado Springs, which is also a small town, so it just kind of makes things very compact and small. So I'm sure in a way it was a little scandalous that I ended up going out with him because he knew, you know, he knew that we had dated and people, his friends had known. At any rate, I started dating him and it was really cool because he introduced me to my first group of gay men and one of the things that happens in the gay community is that we all become kind of these caretakers and we form these families and it's very unique to the gay community one of the reasons why that happens is because a lot of people were shunned from their families or maybe coming out destroyed the relationship with their parents. And even if it didn't destroy it, made it, maybe it made it distant. 
So it's, it's really interesting, these kind of this family dynamic that builds around it. It's like you have the family that you're born into, and then you have the family that, that takes you and it loves you regardless of anything. And it's, it's something I'd never experienced before. Now, keep in mind, I mean, my parents, uh, my mom, my, my brothers, my family and friends were, were very supportive. So for me, I didn't feel shunned or anything, but I also, you know, these, these guys all made me feel like everything was going to be okay, that I had this new family of friends and they were really great guys. It also introduced me to kind of a new world. I, you know, I had gone out to bars, uh, straight bars when I was straight or when I was not out. And uh, it's just a different dynamic than going into a gay bar. Uh, Also, a lot of the, I saw a lot of the stereotypes that I always thought about gay people because they, you know, they shine because they're so different. And I had to kind of go through this whole rethinking about how people were. Because I had, you know, I had those same stereotypes in my head. And I remember the first time I saw a drag queen, you know, I I didn't understand what a drag queen was. I didn't know if it was a guy that wanted to be a woman. I didn't know if there was a difference between a drag queen and somebody that was trans. I just didn't know. I was ignorant to that. I I just didn't know. And so I learned a lot. I remember meeting my first drag queen and um, (laughs) I just didn't know what to think. And And I think I was probably drunk and I was with friends. And this drag queen was so cool because she let me ask all kinds of questions and did not judge me. And I think she thought it was adorable and answered a lot of those questions, which was really cool. I also met um, the first trans woman that I had ever met. And this person happened to be, she was a renter uh, that my boyfriend rented a place to. And at first I didn't, I had no idea that this person was trans. I thought that she was a woman, which, you know, she, she was, but it taught me a lot about that too. She told me kind of her story, which was so hard to hear. You know, everyone had from the time that she was, you know, a little boy, everyone had made fun of her and beat her up and, and dragged her down. And so it was, you know, it was actually very courageous to hear her story. But all these people started to form all these new stories and uh, kind of chapters in my life and help me kind of build and learn. You know, I I lived a pretty isolated life at that point as far as my career and my friends and stuff like that. Yeah, it was even though I had a crazy job and career and lived all over the place, it was still a little isolated. So these people were really the first people that I bonded with. Um, so I remember one Thanksgiving, it was my first, what I call my first gay Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, these two guys, Blair and Craig, who were a couple, they had a, you know, like a Friendsgiving where all these guys went over to their house for Thanksgiving. There must have been 15 or 20 of us. Blair was this amazing cook. So he made food. 
uh, Craig made food. That was his. Craig was his husband or boyfriend. This is before gay marriage. And I started to meet all these other people. There was two Kyles. We called them Big Kyle and Little Kyle because one was big and one was little. Little Kyle was this very uh, loud but kind of feminine guy. And he was just, I just loved Kyle. He was so funny. He was all drama all the time. And just a riot. Everything was always a crisis with him. It was great. And I just became friends with him right away. Uh, there were several friends. Paul. Um, just I, I can't even mention all their names right now. But there was a ton of them. And they just took me in. And they were so nice to me. But anyway, this Thanksgiving, one of the things that happened was they asked me if I had seen the movie Steel Magnolias with uh, Shirley MacLaine and you know, this whole huge cast of people, Dolly Parton. And I had not seen it. And they just were like, oh, you haven't seen Steel Magnolias. We're taking away your gay card, which that would later come back to haunt me. It still does to this day where people say that as a joke because I didn't know Steel Magnolias. It was just, it's this very classic, campy, you know, strong women movie. And, you know, I hadn't seen it. So I was, I was like, what could this movie be? I mean, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, you're going to watch it. So we're all going to surround and watch it with you. Well, what I didn't understand was I thought, you know, I go, I don't know why they want to surround and watch this movie with me. Well, for them, they had seen it a million times. They knew all the lines. They knew every scene. But I, I didn't really know anything about this movie. But they were kind of setting me up because what happens is, and this is not a spoiler alert, most people have seen this movie, but Julia Roberts, the main character, one of the main characters in the movie, she ends up dying of kidney failure, basically. And it's this pivotal scene in the movie and everybody, you know, it's just, it's really sad. And so, so like... I'm watching it and this one scene happens. It's very sad. She's in a hospital bed and Sally Field is her mom and she's talking to her and you can't help it. Like the first time I saw it, I was crying like a baby and they're all watching me kind of laughing and crying with me because, you know, they're just like, I can't believe you haven't seen this movie. And I did. I cried with them and we all kind of cried together. And then, you know, the movie's also a comedy. So we all laughed together. It was this cool moment where I I felt really connected to all these guys. They made me feel like part of their family, especially during that Thanksgiving, the food, the drinks, talking, them all telling me their stories. Something that's really unique about being gay is we all have a story about coming out. Every single one of us has a story about that. And it's so unique to being gay uh, because otherwise you just wouldn't experience that. So it's so cool to hear other people tell that story, but Thanksgiving ended. And my thing was I had to find a job. I had never done anything else before. I'd mostly just worked with greyhounds. So my resume was not that great. Um, I did have an education, but I didn't know what to do. And I really struggled uh, to find something. And my, my first job, just because I had to have a job, was bartending. And I bartended at a local gay bar, a small one. And uh, my boyfriend, Jeff, got me the job, basically, because he just told the owner he should hire me. And I was, you know, I was 32. I was good looking. And he just said, you know, put on a, a jean jacket with no shirt on. And you'll make plenty of tips. 
And I did. It was really fun. But it's tough. Uh, the gay bar scene is different than a straight bar. Um, when you have all guys in a bar, it's just going to have a different dynamic than having men and women. So it was tough. You got propositioned a lot. I was someone that had just come out. I'd only been with two guys at that point in my life, and I was definitely curious. So it was a struggle for me. I, you know, I was 32 years old. I wanted to do other stuff, but I was also committed to this boyfriend at the time, who at this point I'd moved in with, which was a huge move for me, and it ended up presenting a lot of learning situations. But anyway, that was the start of. Uh, 92 that's pretty much th uh, about halfway through 92 and next I will talk about the different friendships I had and everything that was kind of going on at that time <laughs>